Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of That's What She Said. I know that's Masterpiece Theater, but I can't sing the Reading Rainbow song. So today we're going to go a little bit Reading Rainbow and we're going to talk about uh, Go Your Own Way for Yourself from Business as Usual, which is now available in print form on June 9th, which is 6-9, which is funny to me. I hope that's funny to you people. So there are links in the podcast, but really I just wanted to read to you and be like, dude, have you thought about these things? Because I hope you've thought about these things. Also, I'm going to include a link in the show notes to the amazing interview I just heard with Elizabeth Gilberts. I cannot wait for her new book, Big Magic, which does not come out for months and months. So in the meantime, you should probably just uh, pick up a copy of Go Your Own Way. So let's just start. I'm going to read you some things and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit and that's going to be this week's podcast. Don't go away just because I'm reading to you. It's amazing. And I will read with enthusiasm like like a librarian. Okay, like that level of good. Trust me on this one. All right. So here's the truth. If you don't turn anyone off, you don't turn anyone on either. Let's use an example that's not tied to your business so you can see what I'm saying. For example, the hit HBO series True Blood. Let's go with our typical attitude, which is to make our work appeal to the most people ever and translate to True Blood, okay? Okay, so to make this hit HBO series appeal to more people, we'll just eliminate vampires, werewolves, shapeshifters, fairies, witches, spells, supernatural occurrences, blood, guts, gore, stabbing, staking, kissing, fondling, and sex. Which leaves us with Marilot's Bar and Grill, a small bar in a small town in Louisiana without a plot or any characters whatsoever. By trying to make this series appeal to a general audience and keep it from turning anyone off, we've taken away the ability to turn a single person on. I'm not saying you need to start incorporating fairies or vampires or fondling on your website or in your business. I'm saying you need to take the fear that says you can't say that, can't do that, or can't get away with that and crush it. So right now, there's something you're scared to say out loud or to post on your website. There's always some part of your business that sort of whispers what's next. And we typically don't listen to it for one to six months or years because it's easier to not listen, right? Maybe it's eliminating that you do headshots once and for all, or maybe it's admitting that you really love brides who are into DIY or retro or hipster stuff best. Maybe you want to branch off in a new direction and try something new. Maybe you want to book twice as many as packages as you did last year. Hell, half as many. I don't know what you want. I only know you're afraid to take the next step. That next step might alienate some past clients. 
It might make a few loyal fans leave. Yes, that's true. It might also make you 10 fans for every one you lose. It might be the best thing you've ever done for your business. It might be so freaking fantastic that it leads to your most fulfilling year yet. It could lead to book deals or a TV show. It could lead to Oprah's doors if that's what you want. And you don't have to want that, by the way. True Blood is HBO's most watched series since The Sopranos. The show was declared the eighth highest rated show for the 10 years of uh, imdb.com pro yet it has been called unabashedly peculiar by usa today it's a fantastic example of staying true to your own storyline and creating raving fans in the process by consistently and conscientiously choosing to turn your clients on regardless of who you turn off you're one step closer to fulfilling your highest potential no vampires required so the question and i'm such a oh i love questions which parts of your big dream are you afraid of unleashing upon the world? And don't give me that bullshit, oh, I've heard this a thousand times before. You didn't hear it today. Which parts of your dreams for your business are you afraid of unleashing upon the world? And it doesn't have to be a big part. It can be like, dude, I know I have to write that blog post. It can be a small part. It can be teeny tiny. It can be like, I'm going to change my Instagram name to my business name instead of like Jack Spratt eats no lean. <laughs> it doesn't have to be big to be important and to be a step in the right direction. And then tell me which parts absolutely will not work because they are too crazy or time consuming or expensive or hard or weird. So which parts of your dreams for your business are too crazy or time consuming or expensive or hard or weird? Those are the parts that need to stick around. They're what make your project uniquely yours. When we're talking high stakes dreams, your brain is going to want to shut down and run your grocery list through your mind or remind you of those pressing YouTube videos you should watch or things you should clean instead of focusing on the bigger picture. So resist that temptation. Take a deep breath. No, really, take a deep breath, like all the way down to your crotchels, which is below your belly button. Those are your crotchels. So I'm going to ask you one more time. Which parts of your dream are you un afraid of unleashing upon the world? And then what is the tiny whisper inside you saying you should do next? Write that shit down. If you were driving, have the person you're with write it down or make a voice memo right now. Okay, it's reading rainbows. We're switching topics. Another super simple exercise for figuring out what you really want in your business. First, freeze your business in your mind, just as it is. Don't change anything. Think of your current clients, your current daily routine, and your current revenue. Get crystal clear about what exactly your business looks and feels like right this second. Now, imagine one year from now. A miracle has happened. Your business has quadrupled. Now, let's think about these questions and let your mind take you wherever it would like. How does having four times more business feel? Overwhelming, I'm sure. But what feels incredibly good or incredibly bad about the growth of your business just as it is now? So I'm going off reading Rainbow Script for a second to say, uh, if you have that wonky email system that you haven't quite fixed, it hasn't been fixed when you have quadruple business. Or if you're currently so freaking busy that you can't handle life and you get four times the business, that hasn't been fixed because you got four times more business. Likewise. 
if you love what you do and you adore the clients that are coming in the door, that will continue if you have four times more business. I'm just saying you, there's a rock, it's going down the hill, it's being pushed and it's gathering momentum, but it hasn't. it's not changing its fundamental nature. It's still a rock going down a hill. So the things in your life that are shitty now are gonna stay shitty and they're actually gonna be amplified. And the things in your life that are good now are gonna stay good and they're gonna be amplified, especially in your business. What products or services would you immediately eliminate if you knew your business was going to quadruple? If you were like, bang, I'm out. Nope, nope, nope. Because four times more of that is just, I can't do it. That's a good place to start eliminating right now. What systems would you pay more attention to? A better email setup, a better shopping cart, better order delivery, better booking setup? What would you stop doing altogether? You'd be like, dude, no, no fucking way, I'm done. What would you start doing today? That whole like, oh, I'll Instagram every day when I have 7,000 followers and until then I'm not doing shit, that sort of a thing. What would you start doing today? And based on all those gut reactions, what are three things you can do to shape the perfect, perfect business for you right this second? And the perfect business for you, let me be clear, is not perfect. It's perfect for you. Most people would curl up and die if they had my business. There's a whole lot of solitude. There's a whole lot of quiet. There's a whole lot of me, myself, and I. There are some phone calls. There are some interactions. There's some workshop teaching, but mostly it's just me. And so what does that look like? And, and would that feel good to you or would that feel terrible to you? It's the perfect business for me. I've worked to shape it that way. Not gonna look the same for you, I promise. So how does having four times more business feel? What products or services would you immediately eliminate if you knew business was going to quadruple? What systems would you pay more attention to? What would you stop doing altogether? And what would you start doing today? Those are the questions. This exercise tends to either A, make people grin from ear to ear, or B, cause tears. There's not really a whole lot of in between. If you're tipping the scales toward disliking your business, this possibility only brings you more of the same. Instead of drowning in that feeling, let's identify some key bits and pieces you can tweak to move toward the perfect business for you. What is it that desperately needs to change? You know the answer to this. If you're afraid to write it down or you're afraid to say it out loud, you can send it to me. The thing that desperately needs to change, you don't even have to be you. You can just anonymously send it to me if you want. Uh, it's brandcamponline at gmail.com. Uh, you are steering the, business, the ship that is your business. Whether you're thrilled at the prospect of quadruple business or not, you are in charge. So it's entirely up to you to take the first step toward making that gut reaction about your business into something deeply meaningful for you. You can bet your sweet bippy when I use this when I'm weighing next moves for brain camp and for my writing projects. If business quadrupled tomorrow, screw a whole year man tomorrow, uh, I would hire a full-time virtual assistant and keep on keeping on with a big grin on my face. Full disclosure, so that you know I don't sound like a dick. Uh, the list of things to start doing, to stop doing and start doing was really long the first time I did this about three years ago. And I've been working on steering the ship toward my ideal ever since. What used to be on my list? 
Write more, eliminate photography business, get rid of photography studio, learn more about marketing, attend a business conference, publish a book, hire a business coach, join a mastermind, co-pilot a six-figure launch, teach entrepreneurs in person, hold a business conference of my own, and travel more were all on the list. I was really clear about what I wanted and I checked them all off one by one. That isn't to say that it's easy. That isn't to say that there aren't days when I feel lonely or like, oh, this could use some tweaking or like, dude, I just wanna to talk to people today. But it is getting better. It's this constant shaping of the ideal versus the reality. And they get closer and closer and closer. And to be a calculus nerd, it's like a limit uh, where X can constantly approach zero but will never touch it. It's like that. You're never going to get to perfect. But the idea is to get close enough that you can be really happy, feel really satisfied, and know that you're doing the work you're supposed to be doing in the world. And then from page 19 of Go Your Own Way, Strength Summoner. You can make the project happen, no matter what. You can stay awake for one more minute, one more hour, one more task. You can keep moving when you're out of strength. You can fail, lots, it's inevitable. You can brush yourself off. You can keep going. You can bring your gifts to this planet. You can, plain and simple, you can. So friend, Come and celebrate with me. Uh, if you check the show notes, there's the Go Your Own Way, uh, which is magically available on Amazon in print. And otherwise, if you join the FEA Club, if you're like, dude, I would like a digital version, please. I don't want this print shit. Okay, great. So go to brandcamplog.com slash join dash F-Y-A-H or just scroll to the bottom of the page and join the FEA Club and I will send you a digital version for free. The print version is simply that you don't feel like getting it uh, printed at FedEx and that you want the pretty version you can write in because there are lots of blank spaces. It's like a workshop and it really does feel better to have it in print, I have found. So one last little piece and then I'm gonna let you go because it's reading rainbow, people. I mean, I can't tell you everything. Uh, as you're doing all of this deciding and thinking and weighing of decisions, you're gonna get a little uncomfortable. You might even feel entirely overwhelmed by choices. So you spend more time thinking about the choices and then you feel more overwhelmed. As human beings, we make hundreds if not thousands of choices a day, from what to wear to what to eat to how to spend our time and money. We make many of these without too much struggle, but we often get stymied when it comes to bigger decisions. The bigger the consequences, the more likely we are to get stuck in the what-if options whirlwind. If you've been feeling unsure about a big issue in your business or unclear about what to do next, your mind is whirling with options. You think about them, worry over them, and can't quite figure out why you can't just make up your fucking mind already. Then, of course, you beat yourself up about how lame or stupid or indecisive or inadequate you are, and the what-if whirlwind takes you completely. The key to overcoming a what-if whirlwind in your brain is taking action. Action helps you know which path is the best for you in any given situation. That means you'll fail more, yes, but you'll also live more. Let's say you want to start a world-changing project. It's easy to fall into option overload. You could go to Syria or Albania or tour all of Africa or volunteer at your local animal shelter. You could raise $100 or $10,000 for your project. You could commence a personal project about child abuse, or prevention of airborne diseases, or stopping puppy mills, or interviewing veterans. You could arrange a gallery show or make a coffee table book of your work. You could write a novel or a collection of poetry. 
You can only know what will and will not work by trying out the option that appeals to you most. Imagine shopping for clothing solely by thinking about it. Not by going to try clothing on, not by soliciting the opinions of her friends who are fashionable, not by hiring a stylist, and not even by taking the Stitch Fix recommendations for you. You're just going to languish in options. Pretty soon you would hate shopping for clothing even though you haven't actually purchased anything yet. You will never have less options on the table by thinking about them. Your mind will only see more and more and more options as time goes on. Pick one. Trust that it's the right one, and then make it happen. How do you know where to start? The thing you can't ignore. The thing that scares you the most. Not the most logical choice or the safest option. The thing that calls to you despite logic, despite your perceived lack of time or resources, and despite being something you absolutely don't know how to bring into the world. Begin anyway. Even if you're broke, even if you're scared, even if you're unsure, even if you have trouble narrowing the options, begin, begin, begin. There is untold magic there. Thank you so much for listening, my friends, and for putting up with my crappy, crappy singing. It is one of my favorite things to sing crappy, crappy songs that I've made up. So thank you for listening. And uh, head over to Amazon, do a search for Go Your Own Way slash Kristen Kelp, or look in the, the, the podcast notes there. Uh, pick up a coffee, copy, love on it, leave a review, let me know what you think, and uh, let me know what you think of all of this, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Thanks, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine, while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month, on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.